0: the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts business strategies, and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset, and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke, so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all of your gifts, not just one. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia, and in my last solo cast, I shared with you five of the most common mindset traps that are keeping you stuck and broke. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I invite you to go back and do that now. In it, I share some of the most common ways you sabotage yourself from achieving success you want like downsizing your dreams to what you think is realistic and waiting for the perfect time before taking action and starting a new project. And if you listened to it already, let's move on to part two. Today I'm sharing with you five more common master traps and ways that you self-sabotage your dreams and your business without even realizing it. If you're working hard and still not seeing the results you want, It's likely that you've fallen into one of these traps and that you're believing or doing something that's sabotaging all your best efforts. So let's get clear on what's holding you back so you can move past it and reach your goals. Let's start with mindset trap number six, the try harder trap. The idea here is that if you're not getting the results you want, if you're not reaching your goal or getting more clients, making more money or whatever you're working towards, if you're not there yet, it's because you're not hustling hard enough. And you think that if only you add more hours in the day to do just one more thing, you get there. And before you know it, You're having lunch at your desk every day so you can post one more picture to Instagram, you stay up late at night to reply to all your emails, you wake up early in the morning so you can get some more work done before everyone else gets up too. And you're exhausted. I know because I've done it myself many times, especially at the start of every new business. There's just so much to do, isn't it? You need to create a website, write articles for your blog, go live on social media, post on Instagram, reply to emails, host webinars, do the work your clients pay you to do. As soon as you scratch one task off your to-do list, 10 more pop up. You spread so thin, trying to do everything yourself and nothing happens. You're not getting traction on social media. You only attract a couple of attendees at your webinar no one is reading your blog posts. And it's so easy to think it's because you're not trying hard enough. If all you could spend more time on Instagram or pack 3 more networking events into your calendar, then everything would change. Do you ever feel like that, like you had to work more hours for your day with all kinds of tasks in order to be successful? The try-hard trap is so dangerous because it gets you on this treadmill where you do more of what doesn't work. In fact, you're so busy doing all the things that you are not tracking any of them. And when you finally get a new client, you don't know if they find you through Instagram or your blog or a referral and so you have to keep going and do everything. And this leads to frustration, it leads to resentment. It leads to overwhelm, and eventually it leads to burnout. And that's a horrible place to be, especially when you're building a business. There's a time and a place for hustling in your business, especially during a launch. But hustling for hustling's sake is never the answer. It's not about working more hours or doing all the things. It's about doing the right things. What's the one thing that moves the needle forward in your business? If you don't know, get into the habit of tracking everything you're doing and measure the result of each activity. If something doesn't work, that's great feedback, ditch it and try another way. And when you find something that does work and moves the needle forward, double down on that. Work smarter, not harder. And this leads me to trap number seven, the playing it safe trap. Ascent and business are often ways to avoid doing the work that scares you. Deep down, you know what will move the needle forward, but it's out of your comfort zone. And so you keep playing it safe, doing what you've always done, even if it doesn't work. You just need to work harder, right? It's catch 22. I did this for years. I know how important videos are in business. I started out as a beauty blogger more than a decade ago and the women who started at the same time as me and became really big in a short space of time, they embraced videos from the beginning. They were vlogging, doing live streams on social media, hosting webinars. Meanwhile, I was so scared to show my face I keep writing articles for my blog and hide behind my laptop. And it worked a little. My blog was growing and I was able to eventually turn it into a business, but it was a very slow process. I knew I would have grown much faster and made more money if I had embraced video from the start. But that's scary, right? That means putting yourself out there for people to judge you and criticize you. It means risking making a fool of yourself and receiving nasty comments from anonymous people on the internet. And this is just an example of how you're playing it safe. I believe that, deep down, you know what that thing that, if you did it, would change everything for you in your business. It's that thing that excites you and scares you at the same time. And so you ignore it and keep doing more of the same of stuff you always did and getting the same results you always got. So in what ways are you playing it safe in your business? What's the one thing that scares you and excites you? And you know that if you were able to move past the fear and do that, it'd be a game change of your business. Go and do that, take that risk and you'll get the results you want, and much faster too. And that leads me straight to trap number 8, the no failures allowed trap. The reason you play safe and keep doing what's comfortable instead of what stretches you and pushes you out of your comfort zone is that you're afraid of failing and making a fool of yourself. Where in your life and business are you avoiding getting out of your comfort zone? What are you holding back from trying because you're afraid of failing? Failure is a bad reputation in modern society because it hits you where it hurts the most, your ego. We take failure so personally, we see it as proof that we are not good enough. You worry that if other people see you fail or make a mistake, they ridicule you or criticize you. And so it's much safer to stay in your comfort zone and do the things that you're already great at, the things people praise you for. When you avoid failure, you avoid embarrassment, you avoid criticism, you avoid judgment, all the icky feelings, but you can't avoid failure without avoiding success as well. They're two sides of the same coin. Think about all the time to try something new, whether it was driving a car, starting a new job, learning a new language. Did you do it perfectly on the first try? Of course not. Failing is part of the learning process. Have you ever seen a baby learn to walk? She moves a few tentative steps, falls down, and then gets back up and tries again. You will never tell the baby, Oh no, you've just fallen down. Walking is just not for you. Just give it up and keep crawling. That's absurd, right? No, you'll be encouraging her because you know that she can do it. What if you treated yourself like you treat a baby just learning to walk? a necessary stepping stone to mastery? Failure is just feedback. What if you saw failures and mistakes as part of the learning process as a necessary stepping stone to mastery? Failure is just feedback. It tells you what you are doing wrong so you can course correct. If you wait until you figure out the right way to do something before you get started, you'll never do it because you won't know what the right way is until you test it and put it into action. And when you do, not everything will go to plan. You'll make mistakes. You'll fail a few times. It's not personal. It doesn't mean you're not good enough. It just means that particular way you're doing things didn't work. And. You get to try again and do something different this time. And if someone makes fun of you for that, that says more about them than it does about you. The only people who make fun of the mistakes of others are those who are too scared of going for their dreams or taking action towards their goals. Brenner Brown, a researcher and professor who spent decades studying shame and vulnerability, always says that if you are not in the arena, Your feedback doesn't count. And I love that. Because if someone isn't pursuing their dreams, if they are not risking failure, if they are not willing to stretch past the comfort zone and put themselves out there, then they have no right to criticize you. And those who are in the arena like you, getting their back kicked while pursuing their dreams, they too fail. They get it how hard it is. And they will never make fun of you. Those are the people who support you and encourage you to try again until you reach your goal. Talking about putting things off for fear of failing, one of the ways to mitigate the risk of failing is to do your research first. And while I totally encourage you to do your research, at this stage it's so easy to fall into the I don't know enough to get started yet trap. This is when you put off starting something new until you feel you're fully qualified, you have all your certifications, you have lots of practice clients and testimonials, you have every step of the way figured out. What are you putting off right now because you don't feel ready yet? I do believe in going into a new venture with your eyes wide open. If you want to start a business, for example, I would recommend you read a few books on the subject, you listen to interviews your favourite entrepreneurs are given to learn how they done it, and talk to people who are currently building a business similar to the one you want to build. This will help you understand if you truly want to start a business, what common people forced to avoid, what things worked for them in their stages so you can replicate them. That's totally okay. The problem starts when you're so bogged down in research mode, that's what you're doing. You've already read 50 books on the subject, and instead of implementing what you learned, you're picking up yet another book in the hope you'll find the one missing piece of information that will be a game changer for you. And that doesn't exist. Even if you were to discover something new at this point, the real game-changer is taking action, implementing even one of the things you learned. Or maybe you want to be a coach but you don't feel qualified yet and so you take on yet another course. I know amazing coaches, friends of mine, who have taken 3 or 4 certified courses. They have all the qualifications they need and more and yet they're struggling to attract clients and get paid for the services. They're spending all their time studying and honing their skills and very little time on marketing their business and getting clients. Does this sound familiar? Instead of taking action, if you're spending too much time getting all the knowledge and qualifications you need, instead of taking the action that would move you towards your goals, it's not because you don't know enough or you're not ready yet. There's something deeper right in the show here usually it's imposter syndrome. I know because I've fallen into this trap so many times. I remember when I first started coaching, my business coach recommended I do five free sessions with clients to gain practice and testimonials. And I did way more than that. Deep down I didn't feel qualified to charge for my services even though I did a lot of training, even though my teachers praised my coaching skills, even though my practice clients got results and told me how much I helped them, deep down, I still felt all the success was due to luck. It was a fluke. Do you ever fear accomplishments are due to luck and not to your abilities and that one day you'll be found out? Imposter syndrome invalidates all your past accomplishments so you never feel good enough. If you're struggling with this, I invite you to listen to episode 3 of this podcast where I share some practical tips on how to get over imposter syndrome. I don't want to repeat myself so here I'll just say that in order to help your clients, you don't need to know everything. You don't need to be the best coach or the best web designer or the best whatever. You just need to be one or two steps ahead of them. You need to have more knowledge or be more skilled than them in whatever they come to you for help for. And if you can do that, if you have the knowledge, if you have the skills, if you have the experience to help them, and I know that you do, then it is your duty to get out of your way and help them. If you want to get more skills and qualifications along the way, great, do it. But don't let that hold you back from using the knowledge and the skills you already have to help the people you can help now and do the work you are meant to do in the world right now. Who can you help today and how? Start there. The tenth and final mindset trap is the means over ends trap. This is when you're so focused on the mechanics, on the how, that you lose track of the end goal. I see this happening a lot, especially in the online world. I'll give you an example so you can better understand how this trap works. Let's say you're a coach who helps ambitious and driven women overcome perfectionism. You feel called to do this work because you've been there, you are a recovering perfectionist yourself and you now understand how damaging perfectionism is. You realise how it robs you of your confidence, how it keeps you playing small and it keeps you going after opportunities you love to pursue. You realise how damaging perfectionism is to your relationships too because you're always putting on this mask, you're showing people what you think they want to see, not what you really are. And so you struggle to create authentic connections you struggle to attract clients because they can't connect to this little perfect image you created. So they took a feel more confident and now that you are on the other side, you want to help other women overcome perfectionism as well. So they too can feel more confident, they can create the career of their dreams and can have better relationships too. This is your why. This is why you started your business in the first place. But somewhere along the way, you become so focused on growing your Instagram followers or reaching the next financial goal or increasing the number of leads you generate each month that you start using pushy sales tactics, you start buying followers, you're pushing growth, whatever means necessary. And in doing so, you lose track of why your business exists in the first place. As that ever happened to you, don't get me wrong. I want you to grow your business, I want you to get more clients and make more money. But how you get there matters. If you're making decisions based on how much money you want to make or how many followers you will get, instead of how best you can help people, if quantity becomes more important than quality, you're going to sabotage your business people will feel you are not authentic. And yes, you can make a lot of money quickly this way, but you won't be able to keep it up for long. This is why it's really important to always keep your why and your business mission front and center. Every time you need to make a decision in your business, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Will this help me fulfill my mission and make the impact I want to make? Or am I doing this just to hit a vanity metric to prove something to someone. The means, the strategies and the tactics you use are supposed to help you achieve their mission, not become the goals themselves. There you have it, the last five common traps that keep you stuck and broke. Number six is the try harder trap. Number seven is the playing is safe trap. Number eight is the no failures allowed trap. Number nine is the I don't know enough to get started yet trap. Number 10 is the means over ends trap. Which one of these traps is holding you back the most? Is it that you're playing too safe in business and that keeps you from growing as fast as you like? Is it that you're so afraid of failure, you don't allow yourself to try anything new? And what would it look like if you were free of these traps if they didn't hold you back anymore? Whatever trap is holding you back, If you're tired of falling into it, if you're tired of staying stuck and not getting the results you want, if you know something needs to change but you don't know how to do it, then I invite you to book a discovery call with me. It's free and it's like having a coffee chat with a friend. We talk about what master shop is keeping you stuck right now and what steps to take to get out of it and avoid in the future. We talk about what MasterChap is keeping you stuck right now, and what steps to take to get out of it and avoid it in the future, so you can grow your business, you can attract more clients, you can make more money, and you can have the business and life you've always dreamed of. I'll leave the link to book a call in the notes below. i love to talk with you and support you in taking your business to the next level. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review. It really helps the podcast get found by other multipassionates who need to hear this message too. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate every single one of you so much. And remember, the world needs all of your gifts, not just one. Bye for now. Hey, Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at a snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends and my partner, they wouldn't love me anymore and they'd leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. and yet. The fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you too are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore, and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do, and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe... Deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you're going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know deep down that healing those limiting beliefs and old stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a feat, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial location, and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These 101 calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.